Welcome to Sold for Soup. I'm Rich Whitman. And I'm Jennifer Whitman. This is episode eight, A Small Spark. Hey, Jen, what's the most angry you've ever been? Hmm, that that's tough. Like the most angry I've ever been. I'm not really sure, but I can relate to that clip because usually now when I get angry, it's at one of my kids when they're trying to drive me somewhere and it scares the living crap out of me. And then I yell at them. And then, but it's mostly just because I'm scared that I get angry for a while. And then at the end, someone cries and then we all say we're sorry. I remember when Elijah was driving, he was our oldest child. And when he was driving, I always was very, very scared. And then Olivia drove and then that was terrifying. And then now Jeremiah, I actually think Jeremiah drives pretty good. Yeah, he does, but he doesn't not make mistakes. But I also think we're broken in because this is our third time with a little kid basically driving a car. So yeah, it's terrifying, I agree. All right, well, this week we're gonna be talking about being angry. In James 1.19, James says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. That's a powerful statement from James, and it's very relevant for today. James says, be a good listener, slow to open your mouth, and right now, I think everyone wants to be heard, would you not agree? It seems the way that way, yes. Everyone's tweeting, writing something profound on Facebook, or at Making least hoping podcasts. to. Commenting on every post, every article, etc., etc., on the internet. But James says, slow down. Take things in. Don't express yourself so quickly. For the anger of man doesn't accomplish what God wants to accomplish in each one of us. In other words, your anger can never make things right in God's sight. So true. What James doesn't say is not to get angry. Well-managed anger can be a useful emotion, and it can motivate people to make good, positive changes in their lives. On the other hand, anger is a powerful emotion, and if it isn't handled appropriately, it can have pretty destructive results for you or for the people around you. Uncontrolled anger can lead to arguments, physical fights, like physical abuse, self-harm, assault. You can get angry. But just don't get angry and be embarrassing. <laughs> Correct. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't embarrass yourself. Or hurt other people. He probably should have included that, actually. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> so I'll be honest. I've been angry at God for, for many years. And I would say that at this point, it's somewhat unjustified. Back in 2010, our seven-year-old daughter, Olivia, was diagnosed with a rare brain tumor, a pineoblastoma. I was in full-time ministry then. And you were in school. I kind of thought that being a Christian, following God, being in ministry, like those sorts of things aren't supposed to happen to people, good people, but that's a bunch of bull crap. And although God has healed Olivia, I still couldn't get over the fact that he allowed it to happen. I can relate. And as a chiropractor and someone who took our kids' health very seriously and breastfed her for a long time and made sure that she had all the correct nutrients in her life up to that point for her to 
have that serious of a health issue really made me angry too. That was definitely a, a difficult, I'd say season for us as a family with uh, two young boys. And of course, Olivia going through the things that she was going through. And I think, you know, and I watched her have anger too. Yeah. I mean, we're, I think we're all angry and the boys probably didn't even know how to express their anger at such a young age, but anyone who has spent years, even decades praying for a loved one to be healed, a handicap or weakness to be removed, or even for a certain situation to improve, likely has felt that same anger towards God at one point or another in their life. Jeremiah was a prophet before Jesus' time, and in Jeremiah 20, verse 7, Jeremiah prayed to God angrily, the Bible says, O Lord, you've deceived me. I was deceived. When I first read that, I couldn't believe that Jeremiah had the guts to say it, but then I remember all the times that I've said the same sort of thing to God myself. I remember driving over the bridge into town after spending several exhausting evenings in the hospital. I was crying and I just, I was just at my wits end and I just said, fuck you, God, I hate you while listening to Christian music. Now that's raw, but that's real. That's real life. And Jeremiah feels that God has forced him into being a prophet. He didn't have any choice about it. And God has misled him about the outcome. He'd taken up the work expecting that God was going to change things through his ministry, but nothing has happened. Instead of giving him success, it looks like God has abandoned him to his failure and shame. It reminds me of Abraham after patiently waiting for years for God to give him and his wife, Sarah, a child. Abraham finally expressed the disappointment and anger he was feeling toward God about the delay in Genesis 15. And then after Moses had been leading the Israelites for a while in the desert, There came a time when he expressed his disappointment and anger toward God because all the problems that were associated with leading such a group. He even told God, if you're going to treat me like this, then please kill me. David got mad at God for striking Uzziah dead when Uzziah touched the Ark of the Covenant as it was being transported to Jerusalem. And Jonah got mad at God for sparing the citizens of Nineveh. As a matter of fact, he got so mad he asked God to kill him. John the Baptist became disappointed that Jesus hadn't ushered in the glorious Masonic age for Israel yet and openly questioned whether or not Jesus truly was the Messiah. And then he got his head cut off. Oof, not by Jesus, though. And then when Jesus first told the chosen 12 that he was going to Jerusalem in order to be put to death there, Peter took him aside and he angrily rebuked him for saying it. So those are just some examples of anger explosions. Some people have very little control over their anger and tend to explode in rages. (laughs) What? What? Excuse me? What? Who would do that? Explode in anger rage. A person who doesn't control their temper, that's people who explode in anger rages. Anyway, a person who doesn't control their temper can isolate themselves from family and friends. Some people who fly into rages have low self-esteem. They use their anger as ways to manipulate others and feel powerful. Yeah, and anger triggers the body's fight-or-flight response, which is like a stress response. The adrenal glands, which I don't... Do you know what the adrenal glands are? I feel like a lot of people don't. I have no idea what that is, The adrenal glands are just actually. a little gland on top of your kidney that make cortisol and other stress hormones. So just FYI. But the adrenal glands will flood the body with stress hormones when you're angry. So adrenaline and cortisol are the two big ones. And then the brain will shunt blood away from the gut and towards the muscles in proportion, like so it can prepare to do physical activity. In other words, if you're if you see a threat, 
and you need to either fight it or flee from it, you need blood in your muscles, not digesting food at that moment. So when you're relaxed, you're digesting your food, you're absorbing nutrients. When you're in fight or flight, you're ready to expend some energy some kind of way. The heart rate and the blood pressure and the respiration all increase. Remember how we talked about that during breathing? Your breath is faster and shallower, and then the body temperature rises and the skin perspires, and the mind is sharpened and focused on just the one thing, and it's not able to relax. Anger does all that stuff to you. Growing up, I got into several fistfights with many of my friends and also many of my enemies. Due to an explosion of anger. All right. Are we going to keep harping on that? Are you going to get angry? <laughs> this is what she does to me, people. She provokes my anger. Anyway, what? Carry on. Okay. Growing up, I got into several fistfights. And I can remember that initially... Like you're so fired up about it that you're just, you're raging and you just want to beat the crap out of somebody. But then moments into the fight, you're completely exhausted. Why is that? Why, why is it that your body does that, that sort of thing when you're in an ang it's a, angry Well, it's a survival situation. mechanism. So that's really, you know, you're supposed to get things that scared you or made you angry was to help you survive. Well, now... If you're kind of spoiled brat or something and you just get angry because you're selfish or something didn't go your way, you feel embarrassed. So you get angry because of your self-esteem. Those are different things that can cause all those health or all those physical changes in your body due to maybe like an immaturity of emotion. So I always thought that if you were angry and you were a spoiled brat, wasn't it in Willy Wonka that squirrels came and took that little girl? The, I have no idea. The one that was like a complete brat, oh, whatever her name was. Oh, Veruca? Yeah, didn't squirrels come and get her and I take her away? I don't remember. I don't know That's if it was squirrels or not, but so I was never that way. I was such a perfect kid. But so you can be a spoiled brat, but like we were saying that you can also have like righteous anger, I guess you would call it, or anger up for a good reason. And then that can cause you to have a desire to make changes for the better. James says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Do you think that they just happen? Think again. They come about because you want your own way and you fight for it deep inside yourselves. Let's talk for a second about defending ourselves. What does it look like and why do we quickly react sometimes? Why do we speak out so fast when we feel like we're being attacked? Sometimes you just don't agree with people. And that's, I see that a lot in this time, this day and age. People don't agree politically. They tend to get mad and fight. Sometimes it's hurt from the past that makes you angry. Yeah, I think a lot of people respond not necessarily out of the, the emotion of the moment, but their response is coming from all the baggage that they carry into that moment from their past. We have the opportunity, if we're going down a path, to change the path that we're going on and unfortunately, many of us have inherited so much baggage and we bring that baggage to certain situations in our lives and our responses are not a response that we necessarily want to give to, you know, the people we love the most in our lives, but we respond because we're just carrying all that weight, all that heaviness, all that anger inside of us. So there's got to be a point in our lives where we 
relinquish that, where we get rid of that. But unfortunately, people harbor all those feelings and then they just explode on each other. And that's really what this is about today. It's about our anger coming out to the surface and us responding and reacting in ways that doesn't even reflect who we really are. Yeah, Rick Warren offers the advice for your own sake, learn from it, and then let it go. And James continues to draw comparisons between our tongues, the words we say, other relatively small things which possess great power. He says this, he says, ships guided by small rudders, horses guided by small bits, forests set ablaze by tiny sparks. He paints these pictures to drive home his point that our tongue, the things we say, it's such a small thing, but it has the potential to cause great damage. Think about the times when our harsh words that we've said to each other or things that we've said to one another has hurt someone else. And then consider the influence your words have on your children, your neighbors, your friends. We have a, we have a great power at our disposal. Our tongues are a powerful thing and they can do good or they can do harm. A man who learns to control his tongue will have gained self-control over his entire body. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a really powerful statement. So there's anger explosion, and then there's anger repression. Some people consider that anger is an inappropriate or bad emotion, and so they don't um, show it or express it, and they just kind of push it down inside. And then that buildup of anger can lead to some health issues too, like depression and anxiety, which, by the way, we're going to talk about anxiety next week. But health problems with anger... And, and anxiety, they go hand in hand. And we're going to talk about it more extensively next week. But the long-term physical effects of uncontrolled anger are increased anxiety. Your blood pressure goes up. You can have headaches. Strategies for anger management would be regular exercise. I tell people all the time, you want to get a punching bag, but it doesn't have to be a punching bag. All that adrenaline that gets released into your muscles, you need to have that fight or flight. So you need to uh, expend that energy. Otherwise it's going to end up leading to other health issues that we talked about, like high blood pressure, diabetes. So you need to exercise pretty regularly. That's going to help with that. Learn to relax, just relaxation techniques. Just maybe just lay down and lay flat for a couple of minutes, take a power nap, take a breather, deep breathing. We talked about that already in our third episode. And then if it's pretty serious, or even if it's just mildly serious, counseling can be very helpful to weed out some of that old baggage from your past that you talked about and help you identify the emotions that you're feeling and be able to sort of name them and address them. So before we conclude this podcast, I think that it would be a very healthy thing for our listeners to take a moment and just really contemplate what they're what they're angry about because i think that throughout our lives we we see signs maybe even symptoms of our anger coming out and we repress those and we don't really necessarily know how to deal with those but we want to encourage you guys to face your anger face your anger issues and try to figure out where to go from here Maybe be open and honest with your family and close friends. And like Jen said, even possibly a counselor to try to sort, sort through some of those things. So, hey, Rich, what do you know about anxiety? Um, I know that 
anxiety causes me a lot of worry. <laughs> Could tell you that. Yeah. And worry also causes me a, a lot of anxiety. We're going to talk about that next week. So, Jen, what was your favorite thing about this last week? Since we're filming this a little early, I think my favorite thing about this week is yet to come. But so far, my favorite thing about this week has been that we rocked it out at work. It was a short week and we saw lots of patients and everybody at work was very efficient and on top of things. And I'm just really proud of everyone for rocking it out. So that was my favorite thing. So my favorite thing about this week is that I'm on vacation. I'm officially on vacation. I am ready to have some relaxation time. I am really excited about that. And sunshine. Sunshine and relaxation. See, it is yet to come. You know what that sound means. We're going to give something away. What are we giving away this week? I think we're giving away a sold for soup hat. Yeah, we have hats made now. They're fitted hats. They're really cool. On the front, they have our logo. They say sold for soup. On the back, they say keep climbing. Let's go. Okay, I'm drawing a name out of the lucky hat. And it is Valerie Jackinette. Oh, awesome. Yay. You guys rock. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for following us on our socials. If you're not following us on our socials, which, by the way, we gained five more Instagram Let's followers go. this last Instagram week. Instagram sold for soup. Yep, soldforsoup.com, sold for soup on Twitter sold number four soup on tiktok and we also have a discord channel it would be great if a bunch of you guys got on discord because there you could shoot us some questions we could interact with you guys and respond back and forth but like we said before deal with your anger issues and go get healthy peace out